Well, hi, everybody. Welcome into another special edition of the Vegas Sand Trap. I'm Dennis Silvers. And I'm Amanda Robertson. We are coming to you live from the beautiful Aria Hotel Casino here in Las Vegas because we are attending the TechCon put on by the National Golf Course Owners Association and our very special guest, the man, the boss, number one, he's the CEO of this great organization, Mr. Jay Karen. Thanks for coming on Thank the show, you. my friend. Yes, nice Amanda. to have you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. What's going on? What's been the vibe here with uh, TechCon? From what we see, the people that we've talked to, everybody seems to be enjoying themselves. It's exciting. When you look at what's happening in the golf industry, the amount of uh, the number of companies and people getting involved on the technology side is very exciting. And we've never had a technology, well, we haven't had a technology conference in golf since 1999. Okay. And so wow. there's this pent-up desire yeah. to right. see the technology, play with it, talk about it, who's doing what. So the, the exciting thing for the attendees is to see the technology, but all the companies that are here as well, they work with each other. They grow, they acquire each other, they plug in, play with each other. So everybody's pretty excited to be in one room together advancing the industry because we need it. We really, really need it. Well, let me ask you, you bring up a good point, Jay. You know, as you know, as a golfer and a good golfer from what I understand, uh, the game has changed. It's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. Do you think that has given rise for the big change in golf technology to kind of keep up with the game? I think uh, it's not. Ha- I don't think it's coming from within golf as much as what's happening outside of golf. People have wearables. They have access to mobile devices and all kinds of interesting things happening outside of golf. And the pressure is coming from the outside to bring it into golf. So golf is very conservative in its nature, right? So in in order for this to happen, it's got to come from the consumer who experiences Amazon and Uber and all of these things outside of the golf course. But they want to bring that with them to the course. And so that's what's driving the demand to do things differently within golf. Because if they don't, then they're going to be a relic. Yeah, so we're, we're trying to push it. The association right. is trying to push the agenda to make sure that the golf course operators are open to the new technology, that they're going to be a little bit more risk-taking and aggressive with welcoming technology. Okay. Uh, before Amanda jumps in, I know she's got some great questions for you. You talked about golf course operators. What does your organization bring to the table to help golf course owners and operators out? What, what is the primary function of what you do? Sure. We are the trade association for the golf course business. So our job is to educate our members on best practices. Who's doing what in our field and, and bring light to that through our magazine, through our, our podcast, our education, and so forth. So that's one. Two is to advocate for the industry. Right? That, whether that's player development or going to Washington, D.C. and combating bad laws that might negatively impact golf or encouraging good laws that would stimulate the industry and help small businesses. Right. So we're kind of at the epicenter of that. And the technology piece, our role is to really uh, bring or at least breathe some oxygen into uh, the, the concept of adopting technology to the golf course. Right. Because when you look at the golf right. experience, what has changed about the golf experience uh, between, let's say, 1997 and today. If you think about going to the clubhouse, going to whatever it is, it's been the GPS on the golf cars. Right. Yeah. Besides that, it's going to the first tee. You know, is the same. The pro shops are very yeah. much the same. Right. You're right. So we have to do much more than that. And our role as, as an association is to drive that change and to drive the discussion. And that's what this event is really about. Right. And you're doing a great that's job. Awesome. Thank you. So, as far as members of the organization, can you talk a little bit about um, obviously? the women um, being involved and do you have many women members and, and and can you talk a little bit what you're doing to try to promote just membership in general? Sure. 
So our, the profile of our member, we're the owner of the facility. And a lot of our facilities are owned uh, by husband and wife teams or uh, women in general. So you look at our conference at our annual meeting, you'll see a lot of men and women there. Because the mm -hmm. owner of the facility, often family owned and so forth, right. and the women are very involved in that. So you look at the PGA of America, GCSA, and some of the other organizations, it's a bit different, right? But uh, so what, what we're doing to grow membership essentially is to provide value and education to all of the facilities in America. We've got about 3,300 golf courses that are members of our organization. Okay. Uh, so we're aggressively going after the rest. We believe they need right. to be part of their trade association. Um, but we're doing a lot of work on diversity and inclusion for the, the industry as well, which is a completely different matter that we're very excited about. But, uh, but more than the other organizations in golf, we probably have a higher profile of women involved in our organization. 3,300 members, but yet, Jay, how many golf courses are there in the country? Uh, potentially, you can grow this thing exponentially if everybody came on board. We sure could. You, know, you look at the profile, though, of the 14,500 courses. Let's say 2,500 of them are private clubs. They have their organization in the CMAA oftentimes, so they may not join us. Municipalities often don't think of joining our organization because we're an owner's association. When you look at the municipality, and there are 2,000 municipal golf courses. Right. Who's the owner? Who would join, right? So it's really the balance of this. So we're looking at 9,000 9, courses that really are a profile. We've got about you know, 3,000 or so of those. So we've got some work to do, but we're like a church in the sense of uh, you don't we're full of volunteers, people volunteering to pay mm -hmm. dues, volunteer to be involved. PGA, GCSA, and these other organizations, you need the certification right. to advance your career. An owner will say, I don't need a certificate. I don't need a certification. All I need is a, is a checkbook and bad judgment to be a, an owner <laughs> of a facility. That's the old joke in our industry. But, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, so we have to rely on goodwill, value, and so forth in driving membership. Right. Go. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, go. I was just curious. So, is this um, something that is TechCon in specific? Is it something that you're hoping to push every year from here on That's out? That's a really good question. We we went into this thinking we would do this every two years. Okay. For a few reasons. One is there are a lot of conferences in golf. We don't want to burn out fast and have people think, oh, conference fatigue, another conference. But the excitement here has been really good, and people are saying we need this again. The other reason for two years was, from a technology standpoint, if we had a two-year gap then a lot will have happened in two years. At right. the next TechCon, there's so much to talk about, so much to explore. One year gap, so a lot is changing, certainly, but we just don't want people to, we don't want to burn out in three years. Right. So we're, we're, we're toying with the idea, but, but a lot of folks here are saying we need to do this again next year. So, Jay, what, what you know, the other golf organizations that you work with uh, hand in hand, uh, the USGA, the PGA of America, all great organizations, what do you see them doing? What's their biggest uh, factor, the programs they have, the people into, uh, and again, I hate this I hate this phrase, to help grow the game. Do you think they are doing as much as they can? I think so. You have to, you have to look at what the nature of a nonprofit organization. It's, you know, we're, we're run by boards of directors. We're based on consensus decision making. So we're not taking risks quite like a business would. And so we, we, a lot of organizations are doing what they can within the environment in which they live, right? But look at the PGA of America and what they've done with PGA Junior League Golf. Mm -hmm. To me, that is a phenomenal opportunity. It's growing like crazy. It's turned golf into a team sport, which we desperately need it. So I'm witnessing them putting real resources behind that because they've hit on something. And that, to me, is enormous. GCSA, you know, you have to ask yourself, is, there, is it their job to grow the game? 
or is it their job to make sure that the fields of play are environmentally friendly, right. they, they are efficient for their operators and so forth? Yes, they participate and grow the game stuff, there's no question. But everybody has a, a bit of a, a, their own swim lane in our industry too. And we all right. feel the pressure of the golf economy and what's happening, so everybody plays a part. Look at the USGA, the, the loosening up of some of the rules. So everybody gets it. Right. And I think most people, most everybody's doing what they can. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, it, but do you feel it all comes down to an economic factor as to if pe people are going to take up the game, how often they play the game, whether they have time to play the game because they're busy working or with their families? And, and, and do you think that's why the millennial thing is coming into play now with so many clubs? Oh, sure. It's always an economic thing. You know? Well, it's, a, it's an economic thing from a money standpoint, but from a time standpoint. Time has become a currency, right? So, yeah. and golf actually has what it takes to offer smaller increments. We always have. It's called nine-hole rounds. It's, you know, we've <laughs> right. always had that. But I think a lot of operators have felt we might be leaving money on the table if we don't sell the traditional 18-hole round because the revenue per increment is higher. Yeah, right. But we have to adjust, and we're seeing a lot of really interesting things happening in our industry, to adjust to the smaller time increment. I only have two hours to play. I have an hour to play. The golf simulators that are here. To be able to right. offer golf simulators at golf courses, hey, come on in, drink a few beers, right. have fun with your friends for an hour on the course. Or quick.golf that is here, where you want to play three holes, come in and play three holes. We have an app for you to pay for three holes right. and, and go about your business. So there's yeah. a lot of adjustment happening right now in the industry. Um, do you, so can you, for the people that don't really know um, all the things behind the scenes that's going on at this conference, so you've got educational seminars, you've got a really awesome room filled of some amazing technology coming out, including the golf simulators. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of touch a little bit for sure. those of you that don't know? Sure. We have, uh, w w besides what you mentioned, we have the, some of the tea time companies here. Mm -hmm. So the online marketing and, and tea time companies are here. We have uh, Verizon here and what the things that they're doing with, wow. with adding wireless technology on the golf course and the data that's, gonna, that's going to be, the invisible right. data that's going to be exchanged on the golf course between the golf car, beacon technology, the clubhouse. So we've got amazing things happening. Um, Direct TV is here as an entertainment channel wow. and, and the technology that they're offering. Um, but uh, it, we have a mix of operations technology and golfer experience technology, like 18 birdies and so forth. So right. it's, yeah. I mean, look at the look at the term technology. People think it means computers and so forth. Technology is a very broad term. It can apply to balls and sticks. It can mm -hmm. apply to mm -hmm. growing grass. It can apply to um, the online space. Technology is a very generic term. But people do get excited about the how it's changing the customer experience and the right. golfer experience, right? And that's 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 what we're trying to to, to bridge here. So when is your organization going to get their own app? <laughs> right. <laughs> and what would you we have, have on that app? On I will that. That's it. You know, this is the uh. first event we've had ever where we have gone only app. We don't have a printed program. This is right. the first time. Wow. Actually, we're behind the times on this. Some associations and events do this. That right. We've gone paperless. And, right. you know, forcing people into using the app to experience the conference, and it's gone really well. Good. So we're excited about it, yeah. Well, it's great, uh -huh. and I, it's been a really awesome experience yeah. to see all the stuff going on and the new innovative stuff. Good. Yeah, Jay, you, you, do, you do a great job. You represent the organization well. Yeah. Thank you, all the members are happy. They all love you. They all get what you're trying to do. Uh, they're behind you, and I and I commend you for doing as it. As long as I keep you happy, then I'm happy. Hey, that, you got <laughs> that's it. That's what got our it. goal in life is, right? <laughs> anyway, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Vegas Sand Trap. I'm Dennis Silvers. And I'm Amanda Robertson. I want to thank our special guest, Jay Kieran, and uh, don't miss an episode. We'll see you on the golf course. So long. Adios. And it's not going well. Here in
something to break this spell. Some aiming oil could do the trick, but no one's in sight, and we need some. Having a corporate or charity golf event? Backswing Golf Events can supply your tournament with personable, professional golfers to entertain and fundraise on the golf course. They can accommodate any size group, whether it be three players to 500. They are your team. From range lessons, beat the pro, and pro-am style roaming, they're making lasting memories one swing at a time. So make sure to check out BackswingGolfEvents.com or call us direct at 661-316-3093 and book your pros now.